Welcome. It's a pleasure to have you join me today, Monday, July 3, 2023 for the 23rd installment of the Z News Podcast. I'm Ayanda, your friendly guide through the ever-evolving news landscape of Zambia. Get ready to immerse yourself in the latest headlines and captivating narratives that await us. In today's episode, we'll dive into the headlines making waves across Zambia. Sit back, relax, and let's explore the stories that shape our nation. Let's not wait any longer, it's time to delve in. We are going to start with news from Zambia Daily Mail, which has eight entries today. The first entry is entitled Six Die in Train Accident, Eight Trucks Burned to Ashes. Six people have died in a tragic accident involving a Tazara passenger train and a Likili bus in Pika, Machinga province. 55 bus passengers and three from the train are currently receiving treatment at Michael Chilufia Sata Hospital in Pika. Entry number two is entitled HH Unending Achievement Streak. Antonio Mwanza's comments on debt restructuring reveal the complexity of the issue and why the former PF regime was unable to achieve a debt restructuring agreement. President Hichilema, on the other hand, has demonstrated exceptional leadership, dedication, vision, integrity and consistency in his 17 years with the UPND and has achieved many milestones in just under two years of his presidency, including restoring student meal allowances, increasing salaries for civil servants, and securing the IMF bailout and debt restructuring agreement. The third entry is entitled Testing Public Relations Practitioners Essential. Public relations is an essential component of a modern government, and the Zambia Institute of Public Relations and Communications, ZIPRC, is taking steps to ensure practitioners adhere to the ethical code of conduct by requiring them to undergo a continuous performance development, CPD, program starting in 2025. This is a progressive move that will help ensure public relations professionals are held to a high standard of ethical conduct. The fourth entry is entitled Women Lift Pre-Qualifiers Tourney Trophy. The Zambia Women's Sevens team have qualified for the final round of the 2024 Olympics qualifiers after winning the pre-qualifiers tournament. Coach Willis Magasa is confident that Zambia can book a ticket to the Paris Games with the way the team is playing. Entry number five is entitled Sikem was imposed. The Anti-Corruption Commission has arrested and charged former Auditor General Dick Sikem for corrupt practices involving over K-1 million. Dr. Chifangula, the former Auditor General, has revealed that Dr. Sikem was imposed from the Ministry of Finance and National Planning to take over from her when she retired in 2015. Entry number six is entitled Kalunga Hail Zambia Daily Mail. Kennedy Kalunga, Permanent Secretary of the Ministry of Information and Media, praised Zambia Daily Mail for scooping two awards at the 57th Zambia International Trade Fair in Andola, commending the hard work of the management and staff. The seventh entry is entitled Zambia's Debt Restructuring Process. Zambia has experienced a long history of debt, from the post-colonial era to the present day. In June 2023, the country reached an agreement with official creditors on debt restructuring, a major step towards economic recovery and sustainable development. The eighth entry is entitled Queen Gets Charmed. The First Lady of Zambia, Mutanta Hichilema, hosted Inkosikati Make Magongo, 
the wife of King Amswati III, and members of the Royal House of Jamini, on a game drive at the Chaminuka Nature and Wildlife Reserve, east of Lusaka City. Next up, we have news from News Diggers, which has a staggering 10 entries today. Let's dig into them. The first entry is entitled Safeguarding Zambia's Future, Nurturing Agriculture Amidst Mining Discoveries. Zambia is facing a crucial decision, prioritize mining over agriculture or protect its fertile, land for sustainable agriculture. To ensure the country's self-reliance and mitigate the potential repercussions of resource depletion in the future, it is essential to preserve fertile land for sustainable agriculture and reassess mining policies to align with long-term resource realities. The second entry is entitled Zambia Thumps Ghana to Win Pre-Qualifiers Tourney. Zambia's women's sevens rugby team have qualified for the 2024 Paris Olympics qualifiers after an impressive five-star performance at the Lusaka showground, beating Ghana 26-5 in the finals. Lashomo Luina scored a hat-trick of tries to seal Zambia's victory in style. Entry number three is entitled The State of Our Sports Infrastructure. Sports infrastructure in Zambia is in a poor state, with lack of modern stadia, and world-standard running tracks leading to poor performance at international competitions. Local authorities are allocating residential plots without sparing zones for sports complexes, further worsening the situation. The fourth entry is entitled You Can Beat Any Team, Grant Tips Copper Queens. Coach Avram Grant believes the Zambian women's national team has the character and passion to make Zambia proud at the FIFA Women's World Cup and has welcomed the inclusion of physical trainer Jamie Lawrence to the squad. Entry number five is entitled Atlas Mara Extends K2. 2 meters Zesco United Shirt Sponsorship Atlas Mara Bank has extended its K2.2 million shirt sponsorship deal with Zambian football club Zesco United for another year, praising the club's journey and the country's sports evolution. Zesco United also thanked FAS patron Hakane Hichilama for his successful debt restructuring, which club chairperson Maxwell Sayer believes will improve Zambia's economic outlook. The sixth entry is entitled Why Has It Taken Our Authorities a Year to Arrest Sex Traffickers? Immigration authorities have arrested three Chinese nationals for running a sex trafficking ring in Roma, where they were selling Vietnamese girls for up to $400. Shockingly, one of the suspects was found with pornographic material featuring himself as a trainer of sexual positions. Entry number seven is entitled Sex Trafficking Cases Are Only Tip of the Iceberg, Mula. Former Gender Minister Elizabeth Perry has called for increased scrutiny of foreign nationals entering the country, following the arrest of a South Korean national for suspected sex trafficking of five Vietnamese nationals. Judith Muila of Families, our nation believes that sex trafficking may be more widespread than initially thought. Entry number eight is entitled Import Cover has been above three months target, Mazakotwain. Finance Minister Sichumbeko Mazakotwain has revealed that Zambia's import cover has been above the target of at least three months under the UPND government. The import cover as of December 2021 was 2.8 billion US dollars and as of August 2022 it was 3 billion dollars, equivalent to 3.5 months of import cover. The ninth entry is entitled Kanishas Replaces Shitalu in PF Central Committee. 
PF National Chairperson Davis Shama has clarified that Dr. Shitalu Chiyuvia voluntarily left the PF Central Committee after the 2021 general elections, and his position has been filled by Dr. Kanisha's Banda. The tenth entry is entitled Government Still Pondering How to Sell Luxury VX Cars, VEEP. The vice president has confirmed that the government is still working on the modalities of selling the VX motor vehicles, as per the presidential directive given last month. She also noted that the government system moves slowly, but that Zambians should have listened to the directive. To wrap up today's edition, let's check out the news from ZNBC which has a massive 10 entries today. Let's explore the stories. Entry number one is entitled Landazi to construct bridges. The Landazi District Administration has announced the reconstruction of the two major bridges that connect the district to the rest of Eastern Province, which will help spur development. Residents have also appealed to the government to extend the gesture by working on the Chipata Landazi Road and putting street lights on Mzi Bridge. Entry number two is entitled Mother of Meloni Brothers Dies. Janet Njimu, the mother of the notorious Meloni Brothers, has passed away at the age of 91. Attorney General Malilo Karbesha and Cowboy Central Constituency Member of Parliament Krizosta Piri have expressed sadness and offered support to the family. Entry number three is entitled Chansali Farmers Using Mosquito Nets as Maize Shelling Sieves. The Chensali District Malaria Committee has expressed concern over the misuse of insecticide-treated nets, which are being used as fishing nets and maize shelling sieves. This has led to an increase in malaria cases in the district, prompting members to propose the enforcement of laws to hold those responsible accountable. Entry number four is entitled Government to Select KCM, Mopani Partners IN three weeks, and was posted in the business category. Finance Minister Dr. Sichimbeko Mazakotwing has announced that government is close to selecting suitable investors for Mopani and Konkola Copper Mines, and negotiations will begin in the next three weeks. He also highlighted the importance of being meticulous in the selection process to ensure only credible investors are chosen, and that the savings from the debt deal will be used to invest in free education. The fifth entry is entitled Government to Probe Slow Use of CDF Funds and was posted in the politics category. The Zambian government has implemented administrative measures to ensure the effective utilization of constituency development funds, with the permanent secretary of local government, Mambo Hamondu, stressing the need for resources to be used prudently and to respond to the needs of the public. Zambia's East Member of Parliament Brian Kambita has also called for efficient monitoring of CDF projects to ensure contractors work efficiently and that the funds change the face of rural communities. The sixth entry is entitled Government Assures Farmers of Inputs and was posted in the agriculture category. The Northern Province Minister, Leonard Mbao, has assured farmers of timely distribution of inputs under the Farmer Input Support Program FISP for the 2023-2024 farming season. Farmers' representative Peter Chilish thanked the new Dawn government for providing motor bikes to agriculture extension offices in the province, which has enhanced the delivery of extension services. The seventh entry is entitled Tiali Cautions Motorists on Road Safety and was posted in the local category. Transport and Logistics Minister, 
Frank Tiali has urged all road users to observe road safety regulations and rail signals, following a tragic accident that claimed six lives. He has extended condolences to the bereaved families and wished the injured passengers a quick recovery. Entry number 8 is entitled HH Expected in Angola and was posted in the politics category. Tomorrow, President Hakeem Hichilema will join his counterparts from the Democratic Republic of Congo and Angola to launch the concession of the Lebitu Corridor, which will provide Zambia with preferential access to the sea for imports and exports, as well as reduce the pressure on the Sowezi Chingola Road. Entry number 9 is entitled King Amswati Flies to Livingston and was posted in the Tourism category. King Amswati III of the Kingdom of Swatini has arrived in Livingston, Zambia for a private visit. He was seen off by Lusaka Province Minister Shio Maliata and Ministry of Foreign Affairs Permanent Secretary for International Cooperation, Isabel Lemba, and is scheduled to visit some tourist attractions while in the city. The tenth entry is entitled Copper Queen's World Cup Squad Named and was posted in the sports category. Bruce Moip has named a 23-woman squad for the FIFA Women's World Cup headlined by skipper Barbara Banda and Madrid CFF duo Rachel Kundanangi and Grace Chanda. The Copper Queens are set to take on tournament favorite Spain in their opening game on the 23rd of this month. And with that, we wrap up another exciting edition of the Z News Podcast. I hope you enjoyed our time together, staying up to date with the latest news. Until we reconvene, this is Ayanda, your friendly voice in the news, saying farewell. Bye for now.